Signing you isn't the right thing to do. How could you ever change ways that you feel? If I could, Roquan, I'd give you the world. How can I when you won't take it from me? Just go your own way Go your own way You can call it another There's mistake Bro, just go your own way Go your own way Tell me why Everything turned around Packing up Leaving us is all you want to do If I could, Roquan, I'd give you the world Open up, everything's waiting for you Bro, just go your own way Go your own way You can call it done and they will never lose in 2022. That much is clear after a shellacking of the Kansas City Chiefs, Matt Nagy. Another loss at Soldier Field. We have a very special guest joining us today because one of us is on vacation, but you'll hear from him too. Talk to you soon. These are nice. Yes! 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 Hello, Becky. Boing, 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 boing. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Oh, zero doinks. Oh, my God. We're back. There's real football kind of going on. Uh, as you may have heard last episode, Dan Doinks is bouncing from island to island in Hawaii. So I had to think long and hard who is capable of filling his very considerable seat. And I landed on somebody that you know, somebody you may have seen on the cover of one of our Red Hot albums. His name is Darren. He's from Dublin. He's a fan and egg. He is here. Darren, how are you? You look smashing. Thank you very much, Bill. I'm absolutely fantastic. All great, especially after an amazing, amazing Bears victory. For the first time in, what, four years, I'm delighted to see Matt Nagy take a loss in Soldier Field, which has been wonderful. Uh, obviously, I'm delighted I've got you. He's island hopping. You're going to me in another island to jump in and fill his boots. I don't, I'll never be able to fill Dan's boots, but I'll just do my best. Hopefully, oh. we'll get there. 
I, I think I think you're there. I know you're on holiday or taking a, a special extra holiday here this evening. I think it's about midnight your time. Thank you for being awake, for Absolutely having no a yeah, and uh, thanks for having a beer with me, buddy. We're gonna get into it. Coming up next, we're gonna talk all about the undefeated Chicago Bears. One and zero, baby. One and zero. That's right. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or twenty four seven in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, in South Africa, uh, they call the cookie monster Darren. You sound amazing, Darren. Well, I'm fucking half cut, so it's, 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 a, it's a good Friday to be. I think you guys should definitely go join... No fill for some cookie sandwiches. That sounds like a great thing to do on a Saturday. Uh, well, when you when you finally find a shirt that gets you sex, you don't take off that shirt. I, that's a, it's a, a rule of my life. You know, just because I'm Irish doesn't mean I need to drink a lot and doesn't mean I drink whiskey. And, well, come on, fuck that. But the name Justin Fields put some hair on your chest. you Aaron Rodgers <laughs> boing, 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 boing. Baby Zero Doinks Darren from Dublin is here, and before I forget, I wanted to make mention that we are very excited to be part of the Every Morning Quarterback crew. Crew? I'm not sure. I think I may have said that incorrect, but there are representatives from every NFL team that is part of this podcast community, and we are happy to represent the Bears with our dirty sailor mouths. So thank you for including us, Every Morning Quarterback. Darren from Dublin, you watched the Bears go 1-0. Yep. Uh, it was on NFL Network, so you actually got to watch it live, which I'm sure was a treat. What were your first impressions? Let's we'll start on the offensive side of the ball. Brand new coaching staff, some of the same stiffs we saw last year, but some some fresh guys as well. What did you think of the offense? What were your first impressions? Um, like for, Straight off the bat, I thought Justin Fields looked a lot better this year. Um, he was, you know, you know, look like you know everything. The game looked slower for him. Where at times last year, it just looked like it was going too fast for him. There was times um, you've seen a lot on Twitter people talking about when he passed it to Sharp out out in the right that he moved in protection. He was seeing the blitz coming. He stood in there, took the hit stuff. He just wasn't doing last year. So that was a huge positive for me on offense. And then you know, the, I thought the line actually did okay. It did better than I thought. I know they gave up one bad sack, but. That, that's really it. I can't remember a huge amount more. I think the line did okay, you know, which was an absolute shit show last year. So it was a, I thought it was a pleasant surprise for me on offense. Mooney had a great catch in the from Fields as well. That you know, I, I love the chemistry. I mean, I've been my pants are absolutely destroyed watching footage coming through from training camp. 
of you know of him throwing balls and like there was one today which apparently was out of bounds and I'm fucking ten thousand miles away going no fucking way both feet down that was a touchdown in training camp you're screaming at your phone going this is ridiculous and uh, you know it's I have stupid optimism I think when I look at that I have absolutely absolutely ridiculous optimism I have no idea why but we're going to win a lot of games six six and a half is our over under that's ridiculous to me oh. You'd hump the over big time oh, with those destroyed pants, wouldn't you? Absolutely. Yeah. I'd be hoping it worse than I hope my wife's leg. I tell you, I'd be all over that over. <laughs> Did you, uh, were you, um, when you've been watching some of this video and you watched that, that incredible pass that you referenced from Fields to Sharp, uh, were, were you around your family when, when your pants were destroyed and what, what was their reaction? Well, it, like for most of the first quarter, I, I kind of sat there with a, cushion nicely placed on my lap just to hide anything that might happen uh luckily enough my wife she knows the face i make when it's about to happen so she took the kids out of the room she just got them out of the room left me on my own in there she knew it's daddy's time he needs to be in there alone but uh no it was it was something magic and it, it's it was stuff you love to see because you just you, it's i can't remember the last time i saw that from a bear's quarterback it was just yeah an amazing part now fairness teddy sharp what a catch like it was an oh, out of this world catch yeah but like yeah. The fact that Fields stood in there, knew, moved my protection. I'm going to take a bad hit here, but you know what? I'm going to give my receiver a chance. I'm going to put it where it's not going to be picked off. If it's, it's either going to be incomplete or a catch, and that was just you didn't see that last year. Yeah. That would have been an underthrow, inc- you know, interception, pick six, something like that. You know, and, and that's that's where you see progression. That's all you want year two is to see some sort of progression. That's a great call. Yeah, that. I know some people were bummed that they couldn't put any points on the board, but it, but you know what? When you're starting at your own four because of a muffed punt, ooh, muff, uh, then there's, I don't know what else you can really expect. They, they move the ball decently, but, yeah, it, I, I wasn't bothered by that. Were you bothered by the fact that the first squad didn't can get on the board? Not as much as Mike from England was. Mike from England got very negative on the chat. He looked like he was getting like that. I thought we were going to have to send, you know, the Samaritans over to Mike to make sure he's okay. He was getting very negative. But, no, it's – I look, the way I look at it, it's their new offense. They're still working shit out, you know. But there was no – you know, he had a pretty decent stat line. There was no huge glaring mistakes. There was no really bad throws. There was no mind-numbing plays. There was no fucking jet sweeps at fucking 4th and 40 and shit like that. You know, it was just <laughs> – it was just – a nice clean play. Yeah, look, you're not going to score a touchdown every single time you take the field. You're not going to. But you know, I I didn't mind it so much. I just liked what I saw from Fields. I thought, look, this guy's learning. He's got three more preseason games, and by the time he hits the NFL season this year, I think he's going to be firing it off cylinders. It's going to be a great, great way. It's going to think it's we have optimism. You know, we yes. genuinely do. We don't have Matt Nagy in the fucking building. Thank Christ. Hopefully, like last Saturday was the last time we see him in the building ever again. And, you know, we just have, we can just, we've hope. And I think Justin Fields has given us that hope. Mooney, the connection they have, has given us that hope. I would have liked to see Montgomery. I know he's going through shit. He's been of injury. But I thought, I wasn't hugely impressed with Herbert. I thought maybe of all the players I watched, he was the one that let me down the most. I, you know, I, I didn't think he ran as hard as he could and stuff like that. that I think my one fear would be that the drop off from Monty to Moon to sorry to Herbert might be 
huge, you know, and, and that's the kind of thing that last year I didn't think it was as big, but this year, now granted, it's only a couple of couple of plays in a first fucking preseason game against the bullshit Chiefs with a fucking absolute ball bag as a fucking QB coach, but <laughs> you know, it just that was the only thing I kind of looked at the offense and went, Herbert, he just didn't look as dynamic as he has. Well, look, he's fine. Like, hopefully, he gets it. Absolutely. Uh, Dan Doinks, we referenced, is in Hawaii. He was kind enough to send in his thoughts, uh, his first impressions about our first team offense, and maybe a couple other little uh, observations he's made in Hawaii. Dan, let's hear from you, baby. Aloha, motherfuckers. That's right, your old pal Dan is recording this from Hawaii. This place does not suck. However, I don't know how you fucking NFL fans do it here. Kickoff was at 7 a.m. for the Bears game yesterday. Uh, I'm recording this on Sunday, by the way. Who cares? Who gives a shit? Uh, I don't know how you Bears fans, uh, NFL fans do it. That is way too early, and I can sympathize with the U.K. folks. You have the opposite problem, but holy shit, that's a dangerous time to start drinking, pre-gaming before 7 a.m., but you still got to do it. Uh, fun fact about Hawaii, uh, they have a Polynesian Football Hall of Fame which is about the size of a, uh, let's say, a good-sized master room closet, I'd say. Uh, It was very small, uh, but good for them. I toured it in about five minutes. Of course, Olin Krutz is in it, but here's a quick trivia for you. Uh, Who is the 2020 recipient of the Polynesian Football Player of the Year for college football? Three, two, one. Zach Wilson. Yes, the Zach Wilson. Who would have thought he was Polynesian? Apparently his aunt is Hawaiian. He has a Hawaiian middle name. Who knows? It seemed like a real stretch. No coincidence that the museum is at BYU Hawaii's campus uh, in Oahu. So, (laughs) yeah, no jokes on you, Zach Wilson. I don't know what that means. All right, Bears game yesterday. Obviously everything uh, hinges on JF1. I thought he looked, I thought he looked fine. Not over-the-top great, definitely not horrible, but uh, encouraging stuff. Didn't get injured, so that's a huge win. Uh, Play calling overall seemed pretty solid. I like the use of a fullback. The Getze seemed to uh, spread the ball a little bit, a lot of outside running. I love that. Looked, I, I liked it. You know, who's no, who knows? It's way too early to tell, but so far seemed pretty, pretty red hot. Uh, the offensive line's a concern. Michael Schofield got absolutely bullied in a few plays, one of them where Justin got sacked. Uh, that's a huge fucking concern. Mustafer also looked terrible, looked a little lost. If he's starting, I think we're in major trouble. So the O line, <coughs> excuse me, as expected, uh, is a little fucking scary. As a whole, Eberflus, uh, I gotta be honest, looked a little weird. Uh, on the sideline I don't know if it was like something I can't put my finger on it with the tucked in shirt uh maybe he just looked a little lost with the the hit honcho headset on something looked off and I'd like to know uh Bill's thoughts on it and Darren I believe Darren's uh, getting involved oh hey Darren um but he something looked off I'm not mad about it I can't figure it out he didn't look quite comfortable he didn't look quite comfortable oh wow a lot, of, a lot of smart observations there, Darren. I know. Uh, I, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure you feel good about all of them. Absolute fucking gold from start to finish. I mean, I, I don't. I, I don't know how we can continue this podcast after that. That's just absolutely blown me out of the water. But fair <laughs> play true. to Dan. Unbelievable stuff. 
Yeah, he uh, so he made reference, and I'm curious about about your opinion on this too, Darren. He said um, Matt Eberflus looked looked weird on the sideline, and I actually put that in my I, I took notes for some reason. I put like three things in my phone, and that was one of my thoughts too. Like he looked uncomfortable. It's hard to put your finger on it. Like, was it the crispy white shirt? Was it the the play card tucked into his Johnson? Like, what what do you think, Darren? I, I think it's. He looked to me when I saw his shirt. I kind of went, "That's someone that's been handed a shirt before kickoff." When you get, everyone knows when you get handed a new shirt, you iron it because it has this poxy square on it. When where the piece of card is to hold the shirt, you iron the yeah. thing. And you know, you see it on Christmas morning every time someone walks in with a new shirt down with a square on their back. You go, "What the fuck? Iron your shirt!" But I think it's he, he's kind of like he just—it's his first day in the job. He didn't know what to do in terms of where to stand, how to hold it. You know, it's you know he's so. I think as he, as he goes through, he'll learn more. You know, I think, yeah. like, to me, one of the glaring things that he'll learn as he goes through it is when, you know, when Fields took that really dodgy hit on his slide. Now, I know some people have said, oh, it's fine. It was a late slide and stuff like that. But he should be bollocking the referee over that. He should be yeah. in that ref's ear giving him an absolute fucking earful going, that's a load of bullshit. That's my fucking starting quarterback in a fucking preseason game. You know, when he kind of just went, what? Oh, okay. Cheers. Thanks. You know, and that's stuff he needs to learn. He needs to learn when to push it, when not to push it at the moment. I think he's just like that. He's trying to figure out himself what he's going to yeah. do. I think that's a great call. Yeah. It's nothing, nothing worrisome. I guess if he, you know, if he shows up to the next game and his pants are backwards and, you know, maybe shirtless, then then we might be asking some harder questions. I think if he turns up shirtless, that could be something interesting, actually. I mean, I think if fucking Dan Campbell turned up shirtless to a game, then fucking Detroit would go fucking mental. They love the guy. So <laughs> it's true. I think it, we, we could get all on board on that. Oh, for sure. Did you um, uh, did you go a little mental today? I assume you saw the photo that I did on Twitter of Luke Getze sitting next to Justin Fields. Fields had kind of that shit-eating grin on his face like he was – very satisfied by something uh, that gets he said or yeah he's definitely, he, he definitely like. seems yeah. to be loving his kool-aid doesn't he he's definitely like just which is great to see i mean i know you know you had that fucking pussy ass shit at the beginning of the game where Nagy came over the fields and the all going oh aren't you great yeah fuck off you prick you're not gonna be boss type shit you know that we've all done with ex-bosses that we've met at some stage and gone oh hi how are you how are you getting on i loved you yeah you were great and when he walks away go what a cunt you know so we've all had that so you know and this one actually kind of looks a little bit genuine at least for week one of the preseason <laughs> yeah. genuine we'll see what it's like you know in 13 or 14 weeks whether they're still talking to each other but now nah, it was good and i also didn't like that shit i tried to know it's slightly different but that shit of fucking naggy going up and having a smarmy comment and fucking Roquan Smith's ear and stuff like that. Just stay away from me, you prick. You're not fucking there. Hope they charge him for tampering and fuck him in jail. What a prick. I fucking hate Matt Nagy. I'm sorry. You ruined four years of my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, you have every right to uh, every right to feel that way. And I think, I know, I just seeing him, he looked... He looked older than usual. Like he he was aged like a president, basically, as the head coach of the of the Chicago Bears. He looked stupid in Chiefs red, uh, and you know I know it's kind of where he came from. But, but we all got to remember. Asshole. We all have to remember one thing about Matt Nagy. What Matt Nagy has to answer for for the rest of his life. I mean, if you ask Phil from Indiana, he's turned a future Hall of Fame quarterback, Mitch Trubisky, into a pile of shit for four years. So I mean, he's got a lot to answer for. 
in his, in his life. So, nah, I, I, I'm glad he got into. I'm glad. I mean, it was very nice for the Bears, in fairness, to bring him back into Soldier Field to make him feel welcome and give him a lose, a loss, like he's used to. And I thought that was wonderful for the Bears to do. Yeah. Uh, by the way, can I just say one thing? Carlos yeah. Santos, fucking legend. Excuse me, I just have to throw it in there. But, but yeah, no, but I delight it. I, I, I hate Matt Nagy. I just do. Yeah, as you should. Yeah, Carlos Santos, how in the world... Okay, is there anything comparable to your life in Ireland? Um, your golf course, golf courses are immaculate, typically in Ireland. But trying to compare the the disgusting turf at Soldier Field for the the charter franchise in the National Football League, and just the way that it's treated—I know it's political with the park district and the mayor and all that horseshit—but it's embarrassing for the city and its fans. Yeah, it is like. What I find weird, and I mean, I've not, I've asked this question before, and like the '85 Bears won the Super Bowl, and if I'm right, if I right looking at the pictures, they played on AstroTurf yep. in '85, and yep. you kind of go, well, and we haven't won a Super Bowl since, so maybe there's something to that. Like maybe we should look, maybe we play an AstroTurf game, you might win a fucking Super Bowl again. Yeah. But I looked at the field, and you saw the pictures coming out of the field looking so shitty. You're kind of going, like I played on rugby fields. A third age of thirteen years old that haven't looked that bad, and these are fucking these are fields that are getting cut by fucking presentation brothers. Who, if you're lucky, if they can stay away from the fucking kids in the school long enough to fucking cut the grass, you know. And you're kind of going, holy shit! Like it's for you know Chicago, what the second biggest market, probably third, maybe third biggest market in in America. They should have an immaculate field. Like you, like when you watch it, you know, you watch some of these sporting things like the uh, Premiership this weekend, first weekend of the year. All the fields look immaculate. And that's what they should do. I mean, they should be aiming for that. They know by week six it will look like a shithole and they will run through a fucking swamp. But, like, for at least the one game, they go, yeah. look, we can make the grass look green and put little fucking boxes and shit in the crap. Like, it looks like absolute shite. Yeah, no, it was... I don't know how he kicks. I mean, I really don't. I mean, it's one of the things that you kind of look at, like, I know uh, our old friend Hugh um, from Australia. Yeah. One of the things that you know, I've always amazed when you space you know, that more rugby kickers have to come across in the NFL because they're used to kicking in that shit. They're used to kicking in muddy fields that you just have no footing on it and stuff like that. Where NFL kickers, it must be so difficult for them because they're going to Soldier Field one week and they're kicking off a car park, and then they're going to you know going to LA the next week and they're kicking off this immaculate turf. You know, it just yeah. I think the Bears need to figure something out. Whether it's going to Arlington Heights or whether it's Sorting out Soldier Field, they, they just need to figure something out. But I, 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 I'm probably the only person in the country that thinks of, or in Ireland, definitely probably the only person in Ireland that thinks of it, who that maybe we should have a look at go back to AstroTurf for a year. I know it's probably bad in players' ankles, but at least a kicker can kick the fucking ball over the thing. I mean, it's and it's got to be less expensive. I know it's expensive as hell to, to install it initially, but. I mean, they're replacing that turf all the time, and they have so many, you know, I think they're blaming the Elton John concert from earlier in the week. On, I mean, come on. The, the the fans for the Elton John concert are like 87 years old on average, right? It's I mean, Maybe there's like a lot of wheelchair marks on the grass. Maybe a guess. lot of coal in that concert now. For, oh. so, I mean, that's the only thing. I mean, I, I don't know. Not, not many parks can hold up to a shitload of come from a fucking concert. That's true. It's true. I think there's something into it. Hope they hope they don't do one of those like DNA searches, like that that glow in the dark stuff in a hotel room. Actually, a black light and fucking soldier field at the moment. The fucking place in Lake CSI in Vegas would just light up. 
Yeah, no, it's uh, it was a disgrace. I mean, I think it was our, last year the same thing happened, wasn't it? Before one of the games, they had some concert on, on our bye week, and then the game the next week, the pitch was just a fucking shit show. And you're kind of go, yeah. get it together, lads. Like, it's yeah. just, you know, it, that's where something like Arlington Heights, obviously, I, I have no skin in the game. I don't live in Chicago, so I don't give a fuck where the stadium is. Once it looks well and the players have a good chance of winning, that, you know, Arlington Heights, at least if the Chicago own it, the Bears own it, at least they might have a bit more, you know, thinking how this field looks, how what plays there, when it plays there, as opposed to the parks department owning it, you know. So I think uh, fucking Greg Gerdich being the fucking person making the calls about what fucking goes where, you know. So uh, yeah, no, I think look, they have to do something about the field. It's just week one preseason. You know what? Like, I mean, was it? Must be six months. They've known this fucking game is coming along. It's like it didn't surprise them. You know, they just need to sort their shit out and get the shit together. But hopefully they will. Yeah. I'm I'm thankful that uh, the next two preseason games are on the road, actually. So it at least gives them a chance to plant some seeds, so to speak, Darren. The only problem we have is fucking week one. We got the 49ers coming in. But the only other kicker who can kick in that fucking Mm -hmm. field is playing for them. So that's not a great sign. So maybe if you make the field look good, he'll just confuse the piss out of Robbie Gold. He won't know what to do with himself. That's a great call. Love it. Uh, special team. So somebody that Dan and I poke a lot of fun at or have is rookie punter Trenton Gill. I think he, Dan, let's hear from you. I think, I think you got a couple things to say about this guy. The MVP of the game for me, uh, oddly enough, a guy we kind of poked fun at Trent Gill. Holy shit. That guy was pretty solid place in the ball. Thought he got pretty good distance. Uh, so that's encouraging, I guess. Kind of fucking funny. Trent Gill, the guy who's, uh, in his uh, scouting report is that he maybe can't be uh, can't punt the ball but you thought he did great all the great job holding the ball as well Cairo Santos uh, came through in the clutch well, ball as well Cairo Santos uh, came through in the clutch well uh so Dan made Trenton Gill as MVP I think I think uh, the 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 Cornish hen golden cock if you will uh went from Dan to Trenton Gill what'd you think of the of the young lad's leg Darren I thought it was great I, I'm sorry but every time we think you see him I do you ever have a vision? Whenever you hear someone's name, a vision pops into your head. And all I can think about is your man from The Simpsons. Oh, Gil, don't make a shit here, Gil. Don't kick the ball out of the fucking field, Gil. I can just imagine as the ball's getting high to him. While he's going, oh, Gil, don't kick it out of bounds, Gil. Kick the ball down the field, Gil. And it, uh, I, I just, it just makes me laugh all the time. I you think know, you may but, have, Did you just awaken one of your children with that impression? You might. I don't think so. That's fantastic. Uh, it's Teddy Gates has kicked off here. I think it is, and they're gone now. So it's, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's. Um, I think he did brilliantly, actually. In fairness to him, he did. Like, we, uh, can I just say one thing? I'm sorry, to Bill. You might choke in your beer now when you hear this. How fucking disgusting was it to see Pat O'Donnell oh. in a fucking Green Bay jersey? Yes. Like, fuck you, you prick. Like, yeah. I mean, I know you're the Bears record holder for punts and shit like that, but you don't go to Green Bay. No. Go and fucking die in Atlanta with fucking pace and the other cunts. But, like, see, I just, oh, what a, anyway, Gil was brilliant. What a punter. He's going to be the best punter in the whole world. Yes. He's going to be punt the ball everywhere until, what, next year, the year after, Hugh can jump in and take over Mm -hmm. his position and punt it down. But, no, golden cock to a punter, that has to be a first. Yeah, that's got to be. I don't don't recall that. Yeah, at least from Dan. Dan usually 
gives well, he zero respect. Well, he's big on special respect. teams, though. He, <laughs> I mean, he was the one who pulled out our punt coverage from last year being a problem. Like, he, he must just watch tape. He says he doesn't watch tape, but I can see him pants around his ankles watching okay. special teams tape on a fucking Tuesday morning. Like, so I think he might, he might be onto <laughs> something there. Yeah, he's a Dan's a big nude hang time guy. I think is is what you're getting at, and that is that's hard to argue. Yeah, Hugh Robertson, uh, Illini punter, will absolutely. I hope he ends up uh, on the Bears next year. No offense, Trent Gill, Trenton Gill. Hard to say. Doesn't matter. Uh, defense. Let's go to the defensive side of the ball, Darren. Uh, a lot of guys out. Um, how about rookie Jaquan Brisker? Did he jump out at you? He did. I, I thought he played quite well, actually. What I loved about the defense was they went after the ball. Uh, you know, you hear all this shit coming through training camp. They're ball hawks. All our guys are ball hawks. Fucking Johnny over there giving out Gatorade as a fucking ball hawk. Like, everyone's a ball hawk. But when you see it in the game, and they actually were. Like, they, you know, there was one stage, the I can't remember what cocksucker the fucking Chiefs in, had in a quarterback, but he slid. And Briscoe went over his head that if he hadn't slid, the guy would have been into next week at some stage. You wouldn't even know what, where he was. You know, it was a bit like Bobby Boucher and Waterboy. But like, oh, please don't hurt me anymore. It was like, you just get that vibe. This is a guy who's so happy that he's in the NFL, and he just wants to go out there and hit people. And you love to see it. I think he's going to be really, really good. Um, I really do. I think he's going to make a huge, huge addition to us. Um, obviously, hopefully, we can get the Roquan Smith stuff sorted. You know, and our defense could be scary this year. Um, and he, there's a lot of people might start sleeping on the Bears in the sense of having a bad season. You hear even now, I think other people talking about how they're not going to get six and a half wins and shit like that. You're kind of going, you guys, you haven't watched our defense. I think our defense is going to be scary when they get going this year. I think it's especially now we like, we're going to have Robert Quinn hopefully back. I'm hearing you're hearing again on Twitter today. I can't remember. It's not Brad Biggs anyway, because that cunt's blocked me. So it must be someone else was talking about Robert Quinn today and how he was absolutely terrorizing the offensive line today. Mm-hmm. You know, so when you get him back, if we keep him, hopefully, you know, I, I think this Bears defense could be scary. And your man Brisk looks like a really, really, really good talent. Yeah, he really does. Yeah, he he knows what he's doing. Um, our guy Dan made a couple observations himself. Dan Doinks. What you got, buddy? Brisker looked amazing. He looked so fucking good. It's hard not to get excited about that guy. The number nine is throwing me off a little bit. Uh, it's like Jim McMahon fucking flying around back there. But I uh, thought he looked real good, and he uh, got me boned up. Uh, Aloha style, I think that's what they say here. All right. Yeah, Dan Dan was a little confused with number nine, thicker than it might have been Jim McMahon flying around there on defense. But, you know, that's, that's oh. typical Dan Doinks. How good would that have been? Oh no, you see Jim McMahon lately. Most of them he's his knee and then a little fucking trolley thing. So I don't know how good he would have been. But uh, yeah, no, I fucking I love Jim McMahon. Go back eighty-five Bears is the reason why I support the Bears. So Jim McMahon was a fucking hero of mine. Yes. But yeah, no, I think Brisker. He looks. I think he looks great. I think there's. I know people are talking about on, online. People are joking about you know defensive rookie of the year. You know, it's a small sample size. I am getting carried away, but that's what preseason's for. Preseason's to get carried away. Oh, yeah. I think there's a good shout that this guy could be special this year. I think he really could be special this year. Yeah, he looks great. He uh, he looked great. Looking forward to seeing uh, Kyler Gordon this Thursday at Seattle. Looks like he's getting ramped up, so that'll be good. Love to see both of them in the backfield, what they can do. Another ball hawk, as, as you said, everybody's a ball hawk, but he might be one for real. 
Uh, Jack Sanborn, undrafted rookie out of Wisconsin, linebacker. He mm-hmm. was all over the field. Did he jump out to you there in Ireland? He definitely did. I mean, there's one stage I was watching the game and I thought the fucker was lining up at fullback at one stage. And every time I looked at the screen, the guy, the commentator, was screaming out his name. And like, it was a punt. Sanborn with the hit. And then two seconds later, boom. Sanborn with the interception. You're going, what the fuck is happening? Where's this guy? He's playing every fucking position, you know. And you love to see it because, like, these guys, like him, undrafted free agent. He comes along. This is his chance. He's grabbing it by the balls and going, fuck you, you know, Flus. You're not letting me out of this building. And you'll you love to see it. And, yeah, no, I think it would be great Like if he can get in. I think he'll probably ultimately be a special teams player for, you know, hopefully he'll get the roster in the 53-man roster for special teams and then work his way into the team. But, again, suppose a lot of that's going to depend on what Roquan does. But, um, you know, I was I thought he was brilliant. Like, he just, again, he loved it. You see, after every tackle, he was fucking up, giving a woo, and giving all that sort of shit. You go, yeah, this is fucking deadly. This is what you want. But yeah. now it's... He's flying to the ball. What, he uh, had a fumble, I think a fumble recovery, right? Also, yeah, like... Interception, wasn't it? Yeah, and a pick. Yeah. Yeah, he, he was nuts. He was absolutely nuts. So you mentioned Roquan a couple times. Let's, let's talk about... Roquan from uh from your perspective um hard to know where exactly they're at we have no idea what he was offered outside of something record-breaking whatever the hell that means uh Roquan seems offended by some of the language in the offer what where do you stand are you picking sides are you hopeful where it's where fun. does Darren from Dublin yeah. stand it's a weird one for me because like when I first saw the story that Roquan Smith had asked for a uh, asked to be traded, I was fucking horrified. I couldn't believe it. I thought, what the fuck is, you know, is Ryan Paul's doing here? Sign the man. You know, give him whatever the fuck he wants. He's our best player, you know. And then as it's kind of gone on, I still think the Bears should sign him. I still think they absolutely should. And you hear stories coming in that the problem is they're backending all the money, so it's fucking they're they're giving a really weird type of contract to him that he can't really sign. He feels it's bad. You know, and you're kind of going, then, then as it's going, where is the Bears leaking this shit or someone? You start getting all this stuff coming through of his stats and kind of starting going, well, actually, he's in the, he's not in the top percentage of his position. He's fucking in like the 30th percentile. And so you're going, well, hang on, is he as good? Shouldn't he be getting that money? And as a fan, you start to question it. But I'm still very much in the case that we just pay Roquan Smith what we need to pay him to get it done. If I was Roquan Smith, I'd go out there and get myself a fucking agent. So I don't have to listen to the shit when the fucking polls is going to him. By the way, no, we're not paying him because he's not that because he's not that good. And then the agent will then argue and go back to him and go, they fucking love you, but this is what they want to give you. Well, in, well, in this case, what's happening is they're going to fucking, you know, straight to the guy going, listen, we don't think you're that good. We're going to pay you this. You know, it's an, that he's getting personal. It's getting, you know, so I think that he needs to get himself an agent once he gets his contract sorted for himself. He'll make more money out of getting an agent anyway. Yeah. But if I'm the Bears, I pay him. I also see there's all sorts of shit came out today about the um, there was some guy rearing around team teams pretending to be Roquan Smith's agent. Yes, yes. And they basically came out and said that anyone who contacts Roquan Smith, thinking that they're talking to an agent, you know, could be done for tampering and all sorts of other shit. Like it's fucking it's just the most bizarre situation it's to me like genuinely to me it's it's like being you know arrested 
and be brought to court and go to the court and go, I'm going to represent myself. You yes. know, and it's like, yes. to me, it's like that. You go, no, no, you pay a fucking, you know, someone who's an expert in this fucking negotiation shit, and you get them to represent you in this court. You don't do it yourself, you gobshite. You know, it's, but look, hopefully they get a deal done. Hopefully they're going to stay. Uh, I'd love 58 to be a, be a bear for a long, long time. I think, I think if 58 stays a bear, you know, he could potentially go down as one of the greats, you know, um, he could be up there with Erlacher and people like that. But mm-hmm. I just, I really hope they get it done. But then at the same time, look, you got to be realistic. If he's come along going, I want 25 million a year, you know, and then you got someone like the Saints or someone's going to come along and go, I'll give you a first for him. Mm-hmm. You know, it's time that you sort of go, yeah, he's not worth 25 a year. We're in a rebuilding year anyway. Maybe we could just get a, get an extra first for next year, you know, or get a player or something. Like that. As I said, get Chris Olav out of the fucking out of the Saints for him. <laughs> but thanks, yeah, we'll take him as a straight swap. That's fine. Thanks very much. You'd love him, you know, that way. But I hope he stays a bear, though. I really do. What about you, Bill? What do you think? Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. It's... It's I can I can see it from both sides now. The more I think about it, too, my my initial reaction was also like, we got all this fucking money. Like, why? Who who are we? Who are we saving it for? But um, but yeah, if he's, it's hard to know if he's being realistic or not. And I it's it's I, I liked what you you would reference the the uh, the pretend agent that's making calls. His his name is Saint Omni. The guy like is that like a is that an Irish patron saint of Cookie Monsters or something? Have you, have you, have you heard of? Yeah, Saint Omni. Well, there is an Omni Center in Ireland, so maybe that's what it is. Just remember what it is. It's fucking Saint Omni. I hadn't heard that. Look, I mean, what I love about that is that could you imagine being the NFL executive sitting there and your phone ring? You got a Saint Omni on the phone, something saying he represents the old fucking. You know, Roquan Smith, give me the phone. Yes, what do you want, Roquan? How much money do you want? We'll give you whatever you want. It's like, yeah. At one point you go, Saint Omni, fuck yeah. off. What <laughs> is going on? Oh, it's just like, uh... I know. Well, I, yeah, I hope I hope somebody gets busted for tampering, though. We could use another That'd be great, no, yeah. couple picks. That'd be fantastic. At uh, least we can I... just pretend it's Green Bay and throw them some shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, we may get to it later on, but can we just say one of the greatest things of, of the whole fucking preseason? So far, has been how shit Jordan Love is, but I don't even oh. talk about it more. Later no, let's on. do it. Let's do it. It's yeah. been fucking glorious. Oh, he was absolutely fucking horrendous. And then all day again, like watching Justin Fields throwing touchdown passes today. All I've seen is Kellen Mond like hitting the fucking popcorn guy in the stand <laughs> yes. and stuff like that. I'm going. This is just glorious. He's they're going to okay. You know, we're still getting through it as well. But you look what they have, and you're going to go. They're fucked. Like, they're yeah. just fucked. I mean, yeah. Rodgers is a head case. If Rodgers eventually decides to go and live on fucking Pluto or something like that because he's fucking nuts with his fucking witch wife and her fucking crystals and all that sort of bullshit, that, like, he's just... Uh, they're fucked, which is good. For them, for Green Bay to finally go back down the hell that the Bears have gone through of not having oh. a quarterback, because them absolute pricks went from fucking Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. And that's 20 plus years of nearly 20 years of just like actually more it's more yeah. isn't it? 17 plus 17 it's about 34 years or 35 years of you know fucking hall of fame quarterback it's like our play. whole fucking life basically i know yeah of course a fucking hall of fame game play whatever it is and like we're sitting here going what the fuck is this shit 
No, no, there's a four-year overlap, so it's probably 30 years, but still. Yeah. We're sitting there going, yeah, yeah, but we had a controversy of Rex Grossman and a fucking neckbeard prick, whatever his name was. <laughs> his name's gone from Ed now. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you kind of go, oh, Jesus. Only yeah. to have that sort of problems would be great. But I now, think, um, yeah. And I think they're just a lot of Packers fans are still justifying those clips that we see on Twitter at Jordan Love to like, oh, you know, he's still still learning the system. It's like, no, I that those excuses are done. No, but see, that's, that's the problem with the, like these fucking franchises out there, these fan bases out there. They, you know, eventually the Bears held up our hands with the exception of Philip from Indiana and went that Tris Trubisky's shite. You know, we're like, he's shite. Like, we know he's shite. We're going to pretend for one more year he's going to be amazing. But we all know he's shite. Yeah. And we stopped defending him on Twitter. We stopped defending him. We just went, he's shite. Uh, yeah. We're like, you know, they're kind of still going. But at the same time, they'll go, well, Jordan Love, you know, he's just learning the game. That's why he's thrown 48 interceptions to his fucking granny in the stands. And, and we're kind of sitting there going, you know, Fields throws an amazing pass to Mooney and then, you go, oh, Fields is shot. He only went like fucking seven for 50 yards, you know, with right. no touchdowns. You're going, yeah, but he's on his year two as well. But yeah, year two, he was a, you know, you're fucking pricks. You're talking about fucking Jordan Love being fucking yep. the next fucking coming of Christ and the fucking guy's <laughs> bullshit, you know. So it's, uh, no, yeah, it drives it, me absolutely mad. Yeah, just trust your eyes at some yeah. point. It's like that dude, Jordan Love cannot play football. He cannot play, and I and I want to see him play a lot of football oh, this so year. So yeah. do I. You never wish an injury on anybody, but you'd love fucking Rogers to break both his legs in the first game, just so we get you know, Jordan Love come at us for a while and just go. Yeah. this is glorious. This yeah. is absolutely glorious. Um, not but, not wishing it, but you know, if he no. if he happened to get hit by a train tonight, you know, I, I'm not wishing it. But, no, you know. I, I wouldn't wish. I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. Now, I might have a whiskey and a wall if he did do it, but I wouldn't wish him on my right. worst enemy. Like, uh, but yeah, Excellent. no, it's. Yeah, we just want to clarify that. Not not wishing it. No, nope. not organizing not... it. <laughs> not wishing it. I haven't made a few phone calls. Just not fucking banker checks going all over Wisconsin at the moment. Right. But no, it's. Um, yeah, no, but it's like. You, you wake up, you know, because look, it's preseason. Like, I don't. My mates are 49ers fans, but I couldn't give a bollocks for the 49ers. But you walk up and check right. your phone, you're like looking at it going. Jordan Love, the fuck is this shit? This is fucking amazing. And then obviously I didn't see the Kalamon stuff. I didn't. And then we just, you see the clips of it. And you're going, like, Oof. granted, he could have been immaculate for the rest of the game. For all I know, <laughs> but the two passes I saw were fucking terrible. Yep. <laughs> so I'm hanging on that shit, going, he's shite. Yes. He's gonna be absolutely shite. And the Bears have a great future ahead of them because they got a world class JF one. It's gonna be QB for the next ten years. No, and then Detroit awesome. or Detroit, so who gives a fuck about them? Yeah, they're barely in the league. Uh, that's that's funny. Yeah, the Vikings Vikings deserve no um, no grace either with Kellen Mond. I'm with you. He yeah, he could have been eight for ten, and those are the two that we saw. And I would absolutely hang out of those two as well. I mean, they were justified because those fans on Twitter are so obnoxious too. It's like they wanted Justin Fields so bad going into the draft, and the second the Bears got him, they turned on him hard. Yeah. I was uh, tell you one thing. I was, I went to a place called Hookhead in Ireland today. I went there for a day, lovely day in the sun. It's the oldest working lighthouse in the world, apparently. There you have it. There's a piece of piece of history for you. Got out of my car and I'm dressed like an absolute wanker. I have a fucking Bears T-shirt on. I have a green Bears St. Patrick's Day hat on my head. I've got a Jake Arietta Cubs jersey on. I'm getting out, fucking swinging around the place. Some prick walks by the car with a Vikings hat on. Oh. I was like, going, boo! 
you fucking suck. And the look I got was just horror. And I was like, fuck you. You know, what are the chances? What are the chances? Yeah, it's just the Come most on. random thing, but like the Vikings do suck. I fucking hate the Vikings. Was it uh, like, was it Dante? Uh, and was it Dante Cunningham? Culpepper. Dante Culpepper. Dante said Culpepper. Who said who no, it was? I don't think it was. No. Yeah. yeah but it was gas because he looked at me like, "What the fuck is this guy on?" Because I was just like, "Boo!" I love it. And my, my test was like, "What are you doing? Like, come <laughs> on, you're like fucking forty-three years old. Did you grow up? Never." Never grow was, was that um is that where the pub there's that pub sign that you you put on our uh, WhatsApp chat? What did it say? I'm trying to remember because it was it was beautiful. I gotta open it here. It's fucking amazing. I had to take a picture of it. Nobody gets out sober. Mm. I tell you, it's never a truer thing to say. Like I didn't I didn't have a pint over there today. I had a pint later on in the evening. My friend rang me at about nine o'clock tonight and said, Fancy a pint? I gotta be back at half ten. I have a podcast to do. Right, we're going down for two. Grant, so we're down for two points, but it was lovely. But like that sign, when I, I saw that sign, I, said, I have to get that from my house. Like that's yeah. just it's it's awesome. Know, it is amazing. What, what uh, what's your pint of choice these days, Darren? I know you're a whiskey guy, but talking beer, what, what uh, which way do you lean? No, it's I'm not a stereotypical Irish person at all. Uh, I don't like whiskey, but I do. And I don't drink Guinness, but I do. Um, it's Guinness Stout, actually, mainly Stout. I'm drinking cider at the moment, but generally it's Stout. Guinness or Murphy's, which I like. Murphy's is excellent, as is Guinness. Uh, Brother Dave, who you've yet to have the pleasure of meeting in real life, but I know you get along swimmingly. He, um, he one of the... I knew him a little bit, but I got to know him a lot more. We both lived in Europe together, and he chugged two Guinnesses consecutively, and I knew I was immediately in love. Like mm-hmm. I, I couldn't, I couldn't believe my eyes. Is that a common thing to do in Ireland to chug a Guinness? Not really. No, uh, we like to savor our pints, so it's kind of push. In Ireland, they're so fucking expensive as well. You, you gotta savor the pints. But no, um, I have chugged. Obviously, I've chugged Guinness in the past, but uh, generally. You sit down, when you drink, Guinness is the type of drink you drink when you're sitting down for a day session. You're sitting down, having a few pints, watching the football, chatting to friends, and that's what it was. It's just, I go in there for a few pints on Saturday night with my father-in-law. You're just, you're just sitting there, having a few pints, drinking, and that's what Guinness is for. If you're there to get shit-faced, it's vodka, whiskey, everything else. It's a beautiful thing. Not that I advocate thing. drinking or anything, but you know, no. I am Irish. It's true. No, you know, embrace the stereotypes. That's what I always say. I think it's funny. I think, I it's think funny I saw a leprechaun. Yeah, yeah, well, he's pants. probably there somewhere. He's yeah. around here somewhere. But like, that's a, it's a funny thing. Like, I remember, going, I think I told you before. I remember going away on holidays, and you found the people go and they go, "Oh, you're Irish. Sure, have a drink." And I'd be like, oh, "Just because I'm fucking Irish doesn't mean I drink, right?" And they get really uptight about it. And I'm like, oh, right. "What the fuck is this about?" No, no, no. Stop it to drink, will you? And now I'm just going to go to bollocks. Here's a drink back to you. Of course I'll take a fucking drink. Give me all the drink. Give me the Guinness. Give me the whiskey. I'll drink anything you want. You know, it's like... Uh, yeah. But when I was younger, it's funny. You just, you just get hung up on stupid fucking shit. I, I could have got a lot drunker in my youth if I had just been not so stupid. Hey, make up for it now. There's, you know, no time know. like the present, Darren. Absolutely. I'm doing my best anyway. Um... Before we go, anything that you are uh, excited about for we're, we're we're doing this on Monday. Bears playing yeah. Thursday. Quick turnaround. Yeah. Uh, what are you looking yeah, for in the Seahawks game there, Darren? Well, I tell you what, I'm not looking forward to is I'm not looking forward to 
about five minutes into the game when Justin Fields hasn't gone down the field. And we get reminded that Mitch Trubisky did it on Saturday. <laughs> that he marched straight down the field against Seattle. Uh, but no, um, I'm hoping to see a bit more progression and growth from Justin Fields. I, you know, I'm hoping to see him and Mooney make a bit more of a partnership. I'm hoping to see a bit more of that, uh, the OAP we have out in the fucking wing, out there with wide receiver, uh, Venus Jones and stuff like that. I hope to see a bit more of him, see what he's like, you know, and hopefully Quinn plays and probably not, but I mean, hopefully he does. And Montgomery comes back, I'm not too sure if they're going to be fit for it. But just to kind of get a, another more look at the offense and actually see, you know, it's a progression. Is it making? Are they learning? Are they going on? And, you know, defense to me, I, 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 I don't know about how you feel about it, Bill, but I don't have a huge amount of worries about the defense. No, yeah, none. Yeah, uh, like, I I think the defense that we have could be extremely serviceable. You know, we, we're just going to need to have an offense that can move the ball and, you know, give the defense time to, you know, gather up their strength to go back out and beat the shit out of people. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I just want, again, Justin Fields, it'd be nice to see the first to get a touchdown or at least a field goal, do something, you know, bring it down the field. But, you know, just progression, no mistakes, no city shit, no step back, no, you know, hot feet, no fucking, you know, throwing the ball away, no fucking throwing interceptions, just being clever with the ball, recognizing, you know, the blitzes, recognizing the coverage, just recognizing what he needs to do with the ball. So he did last week, really, you know, and grow from that. And, Gets you to work on the game plan to try and, you know, build on that, and that's what I'd like to see from it. Now, unfortunately, I won't see it. It's like one o'clock in the morning. There's not a fucking uh, chance I'm <laughs> saying at one o'clock in the morning on a Thursday to watch a preseason game. If it, if it was a season game, I actually would. But it was yeah. preseason. I'll, I'll watch the fucking game in forty on Game Pass the next day. But uh, yeah, no, it's uh, that's what I want to see. What about yourself? What are you hoping to see? Yeah, well, I want to see no major injuries. That's always my preseason priority for sure. I want to see more quality out of Braxton Jones at left tackle. I'd love for that guy to win the job. That would be awesome. I mean, I I don't want him to win it by default because the rest of the guys can't, you know, don't have legs. But if he, uh, I I want him to win it because to get a fifth rounder uh, rookie as a left tackle, you can start relying on. I think that would be that'd be a feather in Ryan Pohl's cap, wouldn't you say, Darren? Yeah, no, it would be. And it'd be a cheap fetter in that cap as well sure. for the next couple of years, you know. So it would free up an awful lot of cap room to put it somewhere else. You know, we have shitloads of cap room next year, but if you don't have to pay a left tackle for a couple of years, you're you're seriously made. You know, you have a, the two most expensive positions in the field and on rookie contracts, you're you're golden, you know. Um but yeah, no, and that's you know, that's what I'm kinda I'm, I'd like to see that, you know, uh see him coming along. I'd like to see you know, Jenkins get a few more plays. I mm-hmm. believe he's playing right guard today. Yeah. So I'd like to see him get a you know, get a shout again because like all the stuff coming out of him last year was we had a steal in a draft getting him in the second round. So it'd be nice to see that that actually comes true. Hopefully all that shit that was in the tr- that came out a few weeks ago it's all gone past. Um but yeah, no, and then obviously I want to see Gil punt the ball about forty eight million miles. Actually it would be nice if he never punts because we score all the time. But at least <laughs> if he does punt, you know, he punts in about forty eight yards. They said, you know, so hopefully that happens. Yes. But yeah, no, I just progression. That's all you okay. want in the preseason is progression. Is you want to see them building on what they did well last week and fixing what they did shit. Yeah. And if they can do that to week two, and then week three, you're just saying, 
In week four, they do the same. And when the 49ers walk into our building on the 11th of September, um, that we will, you know, where we're ready for them. You know, I, I, I'm not, I, I actually think the 49ers on the 11th of September is a good chance for us as the Bears to really make a statement, you know, to say that, look, we're not going to be the walkover that everyone expects us to be this year because I'm not hugely sold on their QB. Yeah. I know he's made, you know, but like, again, I don't know. I could be wrong, but I just, I think the, I'm, I'm quite very positive. But again, it's stupid preseason optimism. No, right. Better, better than preseason pessimism. If you got it that early, then you're already fucked. You're, you said your buddy is, um, one of your good buddies is a 49ers fan yeah. in Ireland. Have I have you... two buddies, yeah. Okay. Have you started talking a little smack about uh, week one, or are you, are you laying in the weeds? I fucking am a Bears fan. I'm laying in the weeds. There's no fucking way I'm talking smack. You, you know, you well, you know this. I mean, you know this is a Bears fan. We could be up by 14 points with a fucking minute and a half left in the clock, and you're still not gloating about winning the shit. You're still just sitting there going, come on, the fuck. <laughs> we can't fuck this up. We can't fuck this up because it would be so Bears to throw an interception and then fucking lose the onside kick. But yeah. uh, no, it's I'm, we're actually arranging to, to watch the game. So I hope you're going to watch the game. I have a few pints watching it. But uh, it's, yeah, they're both big 49ers fans, which has been kind of shitty over the last couple of years because uh, the Niners have been quite decent, but we've been fairly shit. But uh, no, it's, um, I'm looking forward to that first game. I am. Um, I think it's going to be a good game for us. Um, but, you know, it's, uh, it's ah, fucking man, it's football, isn't it? It's been oh. a fucking quiet few months. It's great to have fucking football back. It's Obviously, so great. As an it's... Everton fan, it's probably not great to have soccer back, but it's great no. to have football back. I think that is a perfect segue to the outro. Uh, Dan Doinks, why don't you give us your final thoughts? And we'll see you on the other side, Darren. Overall, pretty encouraging. Didn't seem like a ton of injuries unless I missed something in the news. Uh, but I will be back soon. I love you all. Aloha, motherfuckers. Again, that also means goodbye. And I will be very tan. Uh, there's no hams here. I don't know if it doesn't travel well by boat. I don't know how beer gets here. Uh, but there isn't any hams. So uh, hams, corporate, please look into that. I love you all. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm sorry to bother you this late at night, but I just came over. I was hoping I could get lucky. We are back. We are with Darren in Dublin. He is beyond handsome, and he has a lot of family pictures behind him. And I'm curious if there's a young Darren in any of them, or if your parents, Darren, pretend like you don't exist. Oh, my parents love me. They do love okay, me. Good. Strange enough, there's a picture of a me. Oh, rock my wrong hand. I'm fucking forgetting where I am. There you are. That one there. <laughs> okay. 
uh, of me wearing a yum yum beans t-shirt oh. uh, as a baby which is the reason why i didn't eat beans for a long long time <laughs> in my life it fucking traumatized me uh every time i see the picture i get traumatized and it, why the fuck you put yum yum beans on me what's the script of beans obviously my parents got it free with a can of heinz beans when i was a kid <laughs> but like come on um but yeah, yeah. no it's, it's these are all pictures of random fucking relatives i don't know as, as far as you know, uh, yeah. you you had mentioned um, you mentioned a different kind of football. Uh, coincidentally, my boys in blue at Everton uh, faced your team. Yes, I I slept in. I have not checked the score yet. What happened, Darren? <laughs> well, uh, was, I assume Everton like, won. Yeah, well, they almost won. They almost won. They lost two one. A valiant loss of two one. Okay. Now it was actually it was actually it was a. Everton were fairly shy, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, like Villa were two 0 up. Everton got a goal back. You have a new guy, can't remember his name, but he looked very good for us. He had a bit of life when he came on. Uh, but overall, I mean, they weren't good. Um, I think unfortunately it's going to be another long season for us. <laughs> Whether it's yeah. another Becky finding season towards the end of the season, I don't know. But um, it's yeah, the Villa Villa looked fairly comfortable. They got the win. Near the, uh, and near the end, obviously, they, I said Everton got their goal back. But Everton, are, like, I see Chelsea are looking to buy your, one of your players. Now, Gordon, oh, no. you played up oh, front no. and stuff like that. So, not good. It's just, like, it's, they've sold with Charleston. If, if Gordon does leave, you're sitting with your man Solomon Rondon up front, who's not great. They, they, Everton really need to make a lot of moves. And I don't know if they are. They're, they're trying to sure up their defence. They're bothering him on Connor Cody, who's a very good defender. You know, they still let in two goals, though. So that didn't really work. But, uh, no, I think it's going to be another long season for Everton. But, sure, you'll enjoy it. Yeah. Get used to it. You're a Bears yeah. fan and an Everton fan. No good will ever come in your life. So no. and I'm a Villa fan and a Bears fan. <laughs> and no good will ever come in my life. It's just you get used to being shite and just get used to supporting shite. It's wonderful. Yeah. It's it's a good way to it's a good way to spend your weekends for sure. Just feeling yes. like hot hot trash. Um, yeah, I'm a little nervous already about the potential of relegation. It's exciting to me, but if they go into a new year with a new stadium and they're on and they're they're on a a lesser league, I feel like that's probably not how they're trying to draw it up. No, I mean I think if that happens, they could be in trouble to get relegated. They might be in trouble. Yeah, yeah, they could be liquidation and all sorts of shit. But like. Like Saturday, they have a game on, on the 20th against who are they playing? Nottingham Forest at home. Mm. You've got to be beating Forest. Forest have just come up okay. out of the championship. you got to be. If they lose to Forest or draw with Forest, mm-hmm. seriously, buy yourself a shitload of toilet paper. You're going to be shitting yourself for quite a few months ahead of yourself. So, but like they have to be, they have to beat Forest. Okay. Um, yeah. Is the. Uh... Is the World Cup going to interrupt this year's yeah. season at some point? Okay, that's probably a good thing for Everton. I'd yeah, it probably is, actually. You know, like, yeah. what, the, what the World Cup will give teams like Everton a possibility of is that they're, they're not going to have a huge amount of team players who are playing in Europe and stuff like that. So they won't, like all the big teams, are going to get really a huge amount of congestion of fixtures yeah. that Everton and Villa won't get because they're not in Europe. They're not playing in you know European competition because they're too shy. So... <laughs> They'll have less games to play, which is Good. great. Good. So they might do a bit better. And then obviously the World Cup will give them a few months off. And again, because 
at a home, more so with Everton, because Villa does have some international players, but Everton doesn't have very many international players, so their players are going to get like six weeks off or four weeks nice. off and stuff like that for a World Cup. But yeah, it's a weird one. It's not a summer, sorry, a winter World Cup is a fucking odd one. Yeah. Like is, it I in, uh, is it in Qatar or Qatar? Is that where it is this year? It's Matt right? Qatar. Qatar? I, I would always say Qatar, and I know I'm wrong, but I always yeah. say Qatar. But I can't believe it's Cutter either. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's very it's, strange. It's, I doubt it. I doubt it. I'd always it say Quaytar. Quaytar to me was the team that I used to always play in the Sega Genesis. If mm. I wanted to hammer the shit out of someone, I'd play Quaytar and then they would beat the fucking piss out of them all the time. Good it's one. a really weird place. It's, you can clearly see that, you know, what's the what's the non-suing word? Allegedly, <laughs> Seth Ladder sold his soul to Quaytar to get the, <laughs> you know, to guess the, the World Cup. Allegedly, Two yes. quite hard, yeah. allegedly, and yep. uh, that allegedly happened. Um, mm-hmm. So, but yeah, no, it's a weird one having it in winter. Obviously, you couldn't have it in the summer; it's too fucking hot. You wouldn't be allowed yeah. to kick a football. But uh, it's going to be really strange. It's going to be like think about it, December. You know, will be mm-hmm. you know you guys will have a huge amount of snow, and Ireland don't get that much snow because of the nuclear reactor in Sellafield has kept us nice and warm. <laughs> but you know, you you'll get snow. We don't. But like you'll be sitting watching these guys sweating balls. <laughs> playing football in like 40 degree heat in the middle of December going, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> you know, it's weird. Did America make it? They did, didn't they? They did. They did. Yeah. They're in um, the same pool oh, as yeah, uh, England. Yeah. yeah, that's correct. And Iran. Which oh. Correct. Yeah. oh, boy. That's, yeah, uh, old enemies. That'd be a fun one, it? Yeah, in, in some respects. <laughs> I think... I I think they own a lot of our politicians, so that ought to be yeah, that ought to be weird. Yeah, and then you had Ty in our Ty in Ontario. His Canada made it as well. I think. Oh boy, yeah, uh, I, is, is is Ireland in it? No, we're absolutely shite. Like you see, you gotta remember, like I'm a Bears and a Villa fan. So when you're a Bears and a Villa fan, the only way you can make that even worse is be an Ireland fan, because okay. Ireland is shite. We're good at rugby, but the problem at rugby, there's only about six teams in the world to play that fucking sport. You know, mm-hmm. so it's easy to be good at now, but like, yeah, we're we're shite at football, at soccer, okay. at soccer. Um, okay. I'll correct myself for for this for the pile. We're shite <laughs> at it. We, you know, it's been a long time since we were in a World Cup. Uh, Japan in two thousand and two was the last one we did. Okay, how, but, how uh, how'd you do? Get any get any points? Actually, we did okay. We did okay. okay. We we got to the second round and we. Um, we lost to Spain on penalties. Okay, it's a hell of a run. Yeah, no, we did very well. They seem, they seem to uh, seem to really build on that momentum. It sounds like uh, they did. Yes, they did. Yeah. They actually really built and built on that. Like after that World Cup, we we're going to go. This is great. We have a young team. We're going to do amazing here, and it just all went to shit. Yeah. But like it's it's Ireland. That's what happens. It's, you know, but it's, it's a bit like the, you know, you you but you see that in teams. Like you see it as the Ireland did it. Like, do you look at a more recent team that I support? I know you don't, but I support them. Like the 2016 Cubs, the 2016 mm-hmm. Cubs, and 2015, you know, and then the 2016 Cubs, you can see momentum building through that franchise. And they're kind of going, right? They go and they win the World Series in 2016, which I lost my shit. Right? Because mm-hmm. that was the, like, I wasn't, I'm really not old enough to remember the 85 Bears. I remember them, but I was. Whatever, seven years old. So mm-hmm. it's I'm fucking I could get dementia now. Just say the mental alcohol I drank, so I can't remember <laughs> what happened last Wednesday. Let alone then, but it was the first time I really watched the team win anything because mm-hmm. being an Ireland fan, being a Villa fan, it's an experience. And then you're kind of going, "This is brilliant. They're going to do this again. 
this mm-hmm. is a fucking amazing franchise. They're going to do it again. And then nothing's ever happened. They just they got rid of Dexter Fowler the next year, which is to me was a huge mistake. And then it kind of just fell apart since then. It was probably similar to you. I mean, the White Sox back in 04, wasn't it? 05, yeah. 05, yeah, they, uh, 05, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I thought the same thing. They started 06 red hot, and I thought, oh, man, going back to the playoffs, going back to the win. They yeah, yeah. collapsed in September and barely been back to the playoffs since. And then now they hired a, a complete alcoholic as their manager. As a, not just an alcoholic, but a 75-year-old alcoholic. So that's that's what you're looking for out of your, out of your squad when your average age is 23. Well, I will say one thing that I don't think there's anything wrong with hiring an alcoholic just in case there's any prospective employers yeah. out there listening to me at the moment <laughs> i think i'm quite happy with you to hire an alcoholic i think it's a good thing but just yes. maybe not one in 75 and has been yeah. done for drink driving in pretty much every state in america allegedly done for drink driving in every state in america <laughs> i love it again you're not wishing it on them either no, you're no, not no, wishing no, additional no, ones no. you're not arranging no, no not, not arranging uh, no yeah. no uh, yeah, no. He, yeah, the White Sox. Like, geez, again. That's what they need. They need him to get pulled over for another DUI, and then yeah. have to fire him. And and here we go. Oh, wasn't it the Bears? Didn't didn't the coach get pulled over for a DUI, and that kind of brought them on to win a Super Bowl? So you never know. Like, <laughs> that's right. I mean, that might bring them on. They might egg them yeah, on to go. Yeah, we can go win a Super Bowl. The coach is fucking getting drunk, getting shitty. Let's get this done. But uh, absolutely. It's, um, yeah, no, I. I, I like, you look at the, the squad that the White Sox have, you can't go, Jesus, this team should be a lot better. I know they still have a shot. I'm like, I know they're not completely out of it. At least the last time I checked, they weren't completely out of it. You know, they were still... Yeah, they're two and a half maybe, out, but it feels like more. But, yeah. But, but I mean, that, again, that's a lot down to the fact that their division isn't great. Yeah, exactly. You know, so... Uh, obviously, for the Cubs this year, baseball didn't happen, except we mm-hmm. played a... You know, I'd say that NFL must, it's not NFL, NBA, MLB must have been delighted to have picked the Field of Dreams game this year for the Cincinnati Reds versus the Cubs. Yep. And when it rolls around, they're like, the shittest teams on the fucking planet. They're like, on a holy shit, because last year's game was fucking amazing. You oh, know, and yeah, but, incredible. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's still great, the Cubs won. I saw, I did, yeah, that was the good news. I saw the bad news was ratings were down 50% year over year, so... Uh, they may have to think of a new idea, or yeah. maybe not have maybe just not have the Reds involved. That you know that that was the mistake, not having the Cubs involved. It, Cubs will get eyeballs no matter what. Yeah, they've been really shit though. Yeah, they have. This year, really, really shit this year. Like I, I, I pay for a channel in Ireland that allows me to watch baseball. I don't. I think I've just wasted twenty euro a month for the last few months because I just like even when the Cubs yeah. are on, like even <laughs> the rare time the Cubs are on, I'm like going, oh, Pauls, I'm not watching. Them. I'm just got a grumpy shout on the TV and fucking you know it's nah, you're okay. I watched the first couple of innings of the Field of Dreams game, you know, and I was just like, yeah, now nah, I'm trying to go to sleep. It's two o'clock in the morning. You know, but, whereas when the World Series was on, it was weird because we, I couldn't get baseball at that stage. I, I it's very hard to get it and. I was. I'd have my phone out. I'd have the ESPN app out, and I'd be checking, refresh, refresh, and I'd be watching this fucking little diagram of some poxy fucking batter, and I would just tell me if he's hit the ball. And he'd be watching all the, all of it, and then eventually we. I managed to get a dodgy box that got me the last game, game seven. I watched, and I was fucking screaming the house apart. Did you uh, 
Did you want to give him a pep talk during that during that rain delay? Did you want to be uh, Jason Hayward? Oh Jesus! I think that just fucking it was. I didn't know where I was. Genuinely, I was in fucking bits. Yeah, I was fairly drunk yeah. uh, because so. Uh, I don't know about you, but when I get nervous, I drink extremely quick, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I was sculling cans like I was like sculling cans. And I was on my own my living room. I looked like like if something had happened in the house, and the cops had to kick in the door or something. Like that, I looked like a proper fucking daddy of the year shit here. One of my daughters was sleeping on the couch beside me with headphones on because she'd been watching something on the computer. Well, I, I'm absolutely shit-faced on beer. <laughs> Screaming at a TV that keeps on buffering because I'm watching it on some fucking dodgy box. You know, but I was so nervous watching that game. But uh, it was great. And obviously, it was brilliant to see them win it. Like, they literally... Yeah. The one thing, the more you kind of watch it, the more you think about it, they won that series in spite of what Joe Madden was doing, yeah, you know, it's true. and you know, it was, it was great to see them win it because they needed them. If they didn't win it, they, they were, they never going to, and it'd be another hundred and fucking odd years before they ever looked at it again. So I got to like say, I saw the Cubs win the world series. I technically saw the bears win the world series. I was seven years old. I remember watching the game. Don't remember a huge amount about the game, but I've mm-hmm. watched it since. Obviously I've sat mm-hmm. my son through it at three or four times. Now I have a, mm-hmm. A copy of it on on DVD that I recorded off uh, TV that I I watch and go right. You sit and watching this game with me because like, you're going to be a Bears fan whether you yeah. fucking want it or not. So you're going to yeah. make them watch this shit because they did do something once. Don't mind <laughs> the shit you're about to watch in life. That's them losing and getting hammered all the time. They eventually did. They were good. They could play football. And yeah. They could beat the Patriots. Believe it or not, you know it's like uh, no it's shocking. Did you um? Uh, have you made progress with your children and and your your love for the Bears? Do you think and other teams? Yeah, no, my 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 daughters are actually quite good, and like my kids are very nonplussed with sport, which is weird for me because I'm so mad about sport there. But my my kid, my daughters love every random time they walk down wearing a Matt Forte jersey because we've, we've they have two Matt Forte jerseys. My wife has got a Jay Cutler pink jersey, and they have two my forty. And every now and again, they come down. Exactly when when Tess is wearing the, the Jay Cutler pink jersey, that's Go Day. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's Nando's Day in the Amani household. <laughs> but yeah, no. So now and again, the kids wear. Like there was a time we went to zoo about two years ago, and I was getting ready, and like like I like to do, and it's a weird thing. If I'm going somewhere that I know there's going to be a shitload of tourists, I'll throw on something American, and I'll throw on a Bears jersey, or I'll throw on, you know, Cubs jersey. I'm kind of thinking, go, because I don't get to talk about American football a huge amount or baseball a huge amount. So if I go to the American guy, might walk up to me and go, "Oh, you're a Bears fan," and we we spend ten minutes chatting about American football, and I love it, and because I love talking about American football, so I'd wear it. And then I walked out, walked downstairs, and they came down, and everyone in the household was wearing Bears kit. I thought, fucking brilliant. Yes. Off <laughs> so, he went. Did to it. I took a picture of the kids wearing their things, and I actually tagged uh, Matt Forte, in it, and he commented on it, which was kind of fucking amazing at the time. That's awesome. That was, uh, that was about three years ago, actually, because I keep on forgetting COVID happened two years ago. It did. So probably the year before it. It never really happened in America. I don't know if you heard. Never, never uh, really existed. Didn't exist. No, it didn't right. exist. It didn't exist over there. Yes. The China <laughs> virus didn't happen in America. Yes. That's, that's right. 
It's uh, yeah, no, it's uh, obviously we went through that shit. We all went through that shit, but fucking thank Christ we're at the other end of it. Until they find something new. Every time I look at the fucking TV, there's something oh. like there's a new fucking you know Orchard Thieves fucking <laughs> virus coming out of China. That's coming from gnats. You're going, stop fucking eating gnats. Really stop eating fucking, leave the fucking things alone. Just leave them alone. If you notice, they fucking eat something else. You've all got McDonald's. Eat fucking chicken nuggets and chips, you bastards, like the rest of us. You know what it's... <laughs> but yeah, I, so... I blame Rick Fieldsman. Somehow Rick Fieldsman's involved. That's how Absolutely. I see it. I reckon yeah. maybe that's maybe that's how. Maybe for immunity, he ate his tums. And that's what someone mm. told him once that if you eat your tums, you can't catch COVID. So maybe that's where it came from. But yeah. Uh... He's indestructible, yeah. that guy. Yeah, yeah no, I'm looking forward uh, to his takes because I'm looking for mm-hmm. I need some get some hot cash in my pocket so I can't wait that he's back giving us some some takes so I can bet the opposite and make some money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fade fade Rick feels man. I know I know some have made a lot of money on that. They bought summer homes off of <laughs> off of that. Uh, yeah, he will be back the week of the 49ers game. Going into the 49ers game, there will be a lot of Rick Fieldsman. There should be uh, some grease tank as well as as uh, as the car circuit continues. So we'll slide some of that in as well. Yeah, so it's uh, got a lot of stuff break at the moment. Yes, exactly. So it's uh, it's going to be hot. Got a couple more episodes before the real thing kicks off, and um, I think maybe just one more actually, and then and then yeah, things are going to be awesome, Darren. This has been an incredible pleasure having you on the show. Thank you for staying up with me here on this Monday evening, Tuesday yeah. morning for you now, right? And, just about uh, Tuesday yeah. morning, yeah. Just yeah, about. But no, absolute pleasure. Thanks very much, Bill, for asking me. And I'm more than happy to step into uh, Dan's shoes. I, I know I'd never filled them, but I'm very happy to step into his shoes. And uh, he's, he's making a attempt. And anytime you ever need any help, just give me a shout. Excellent. We... We will. He uh, he feels bad that he wasn't here to to ask you all the hard hitting red hot questions. I'm sure, probably about Garfield, mostly. More than likely, lasagna, deep yeah. fried lasagna, which I saw recently on, t- on TikTok. I'm very excited about deep fried lasagna. Jesus, don't tell John Arbuckle about that. Oh, oh yeah. Oh baby. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> tell you, come filled deep fried lasagna. Oh. Like a Scotsman's dream, that isn't it? <laughs> up there with the fucking deep fried Mars bar, you'd be fucking mental with that shit. shit. Okay. Uh, no, it's, yeah, no, I said it's been a joy. I've been when you said it to me, I've been really looking forward to it. So, thanks very much for having me. And uh, go Bears! Hopefully, the Bears can fucking do shit this year. That's right. That's right. Our bar is very low. Just do some shit. Do Give some us shit. some optimism and. Yeah. Uh, and let's go, baby. Thank you, Darren. Yeah. This has been awesome. Go Bears. This has been Zip Dogs. Talk to you next week.
Embracing a wife that will be willing every Thursday night to cook your lasagna. Well, this uh, fishing oh, session. No way. <laughs> look, oh my look God. Who's Hi guys, why you laugh so loud? <laughs> Hello, Becky. How you doing? You're eating lasagna for 13 straight weeks. <laughs> <laughs>